This is On the Radar with me, your host, Radar, as always, and we'll talk about local and national sports and pop culture. Wow, I can't believe it. We have done over 50 podcasts. We're getting up there close to 60 and then eventually 75 podcasts that we have done. Officially 54th podcast today. That is impressive due to COVID and them canceling seasons, postponing seasons, delaying them, all of that. And as always, even though it's currently the height of football season, hockey's done, basketball's done. They're not sure when they're coming back. Baseball just ended. So free agency is going to happen. Hot stove. WNBA season's over with. It's there's there's not as much as there was a month or so ago. Now the first thing is Russell Wilson Sierra. They said they're going to have a tuition free school for people who you're, you know who are not able to afford to get in. That's very nice. Called the Why Not You Academy. That's very nice. Vanessa Bryant has sold the Irvine house that she and Kobe Bryant used to live in for you know a cool two million. It's time to move on. And um. DJ Chark got married. So did CJ McCollum. Uh, Megan Rapinoe and Sue Burr got engaged. And Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost, all these people got married or engaged. Congratulations to all of them. There was no college football, professional football, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL game on October 28th. The first time since July 22nd. That's pretty, pretty interesting. Nothing's on there. The Cowboys released DeAndre Poe due to being overweight. Now, that's an interesting thing, but most people can back it up with he just wasn't good. But that's interesting to see headlines for them to let somebody go because they're fat. Julian Edelman had knee surgery. He's probably going to miss the season, and that's okay for the Patriots. They aren't going anywhere. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have any offensive skill players outside of Edelman. Their defense has a lot of guys opting out, opted out this year, so it won't be that big of an issue. Garden issue has thumb fracture, so he's going to miss his start after being off the bye week. And... Julio Jones has the most receiving yards in his first 10 seasons since Jerry Rice. He's in the 1,200 mark, and Rice is in the 1,300 you know, mark, so it's pretty interesting there. And Mike Udoka and Mike D'Antonio join the Steve Nash, Amaris Stoudemire, Jock Vaughn staff. They'll be like a high-profile staff. Udoka's been assistant for a while. Jock Vaughn, a former NBA coach, and was the interim when they this past playoff. Yes, Stoudemire and D'Antonio and Nash are back together. Nash is good to have himself have somebody like Vaughn, Adoke, and D'Antoni to l- rely on, to lead on in case there are things he's not sure about, you know, some out-of-bounds play. That'll be interesting. Now, the Tigers hired A.J. Hinch, and the White Sox hired Tony La Russa, and La Russa has managed 2.3 of all Major League games. It's pretty interesting. Now, I'll say this. La Russa took the Sox to playoff, won a World Series the A's and the Cardinals. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest managers of all time. People would say how he's going to relate to young people, analytics. He was the dude that started doing that bullpen thing where you got lefty specialists. Guys who are just doing this, this, and that. Having the closer only going one inning because for a while when they did have closers, they went the, they went full three innings back then. He you know, revolutionized the age of bullpens. Now I know they don't have, they got to face three batters or finish the inning now. That's fine. But he's done that. The Sox wouldn't have hired him if they didn't think he was going to do any sort of analytics because that was the issue with Renteria. And I didn't want A.J. Hinch because A.J. Hinch wasn't that great as a Dimebacks manager. And he was only in the front office. That's why the Dimebacks hired him. And he's in love with analytics to a point. That's why the Astros hired him. The Astros built that team from the bottom up, losing 100-plus games every year, just tanking sort of a way. And that team was built by what the GM did, getting talents like Springer, Bregman, 
at Correa, Altuve. Like, that's all due to the GM work. It's not really about the managerial work because they had some of the best teams ever. So I'm glad the Tigers get their former player that played for them to manage them. Have fun when a losing season. The White Sox are up and coming. The hope is that Tony La Russa is the manager. He fixes the fact that the White Sox had holes in the lineup or they bunched up some of the worst hitters together at the people in the wrong spot. Not blowing, mishapping the rotation, whether or not Lopez being the third starter to start the season. Not even starting Gio Gonzalez whatsoever. Uh, not great with the bullpen, especially saw in the playoffs. Uh, his catcher alignment where he had two of the best catchers in baseball and didn't know how to mix and match them, that sort of thing. Wasted too much time with Encarnacion when he wasn't hitting or Norman Mazar when he wasn't hitting. But yeah, that, that, that's well, hopefully what I'm ho- hoping that happens there. Rest in peace to Herb Attery at 81, former Hall of Fame quarterback for the uh, Dallas and Green Bay. Three-time Super Bowl champ, six-time NFL champ, five-time Pro Bowler, four-team All-First Pro, third-team All-Second Pro. Packers Hall of Fame, the regular Hall of Fame, one of the greatest cornerbacks ever. Rest in peace to him. Interesting story. Left tackle Ronnie Staley, one of the best offensive linemen, signed like this huge extension for $98 million plus. Then the next day, he tore his his ankle, and he is out for the year. That is just interesting. He gets his money, but he's out for the year. Unlike other players who don't sign their deal, and they out for the year. MLB approves the purchase of Steve Cohen. Congratulations to them. The Mets hopefully get a new owner there that actually does want to do it. ESPN is going to scale back on their Super Bowl hospitality and on-site coverage. That makes sense with COVID and uncertainty when the season's going to end. The uh, the Coyotes dismissed their one of their draft picks who bullied a black kid back in school, or assaulted him, pulled a prank on him, that sort of thing. Mitch Maker, I think his name is. So yeah, you can't be really doing that sort of thing nowadays. You're going to get caught. It's not it's not buried in your past. NBA is going to allow 10 players to practice, work out a scrimmage, and all their practice facility. It's a good start. And no matter when the season starts, Buffalo wants the Raptors. Patrick Mahomes wants the Raptors. Louisville offered. The reason why Buffalo wants to do it because they were very successful with having the, the, the Blue Jays play there. That would be interesting because Canada is not going to allow the team to travel in and out every second. All the quarantining laws. So it's going to affect the team. Like with hockey, it's different. There's plenty of teams in Canada. And they can make a Canadian conference and an American conference and try to split it up. In terms of regional, so the traveling's different. But yeah, basketball is going to be an issue. The winter and GM meetings, the winter meetings, GM meetings, they're all going to be virtual. We knew that. That was going to happen along with the Rule 5 draft. It's usually where everybody gets to go out there in all different lines of the field of the world of sports and meets. But that's not going to happen. Disney's Greek freak story about Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to begin production on November 20, November of next year in, the 20, in 2021. Look for that. And now I gotta take a breather and say, rest in peace to Sean Connery, one of the greatest legendary actors of all time. He passed away at 90 in, in his sleep. He was in 007, Alfred Hitchcock, Murder on the Order Express, Highlander, Finding Forrester, Dragonheart, Hunt for Red October, one of the Indiana Jones movies, Man Who Could Be King. Go on and on and on. You know, they won Sexiest Man Alive, Sexiest Man of the Century. His last work was voice acting in 2013. 2012 and his last physical thing was 2003 for live action he had kind of stayed away from the public um i've seen a good amount of james bond movies as a kid him roger moore pierce bronson daniel craig etc all of them and they're all they're all different unique but james bond will probably be one of the living one of those franchises that 100 years from now everything being digitalized and on the internet that the young people will appreciate and go back and watch all the james bond films even if there's some sexism 
sex sexist things in there, misogynistic things that you know you may not do in current movies, but still. And he's not just James Bond. If he's in all the movies I just listed, and there's so many more as well, and he was in one of the Indiana Jones movies as well, an Alfred Hitchcock movie. It's gonna live on beyond the James Bond categories. Recipes of Sean Connery. Bill Simmons and uh, Vince McMahon, they're going to have a Netflix series about the WWE. That'd be interesting. And for the Eagles, they get Goddard back, Jalen Rieger and Jason Peters. So they've been battling injuries all year. That may help them win the scrappy division. Unfortunately, QB Trevor Lawrence had COVID-19, so he had missed the other week. So prayers to him. Rest in peace to Troy Rogers, who was a BYU player, motivational speaker, and philanthropist who was paralyzed in his first game ever with spinal cord injury. He passed away, and the hockey movement is mourning his loss. Kicker Aldous Ross, the Jaguars just cut. Got spent for another four games for, for a hit and run, driving 90 to 100 miles per hour, man. The Giants cut you because of your legal problems, and now the Jaguars cut you right before this comes out. Dude's got to get a hold of himself. And Elton Brand has extended his contract. To be the GM of the Sixers. Now that they have Daryl Moore in present operation, Doc Rivers, he felt like, where am my power going to come from? And then, in speaking of you know coaches and stuff, Tomlin and Harbaugh have met for the 25th time regular season in the you know Super Bowl era. He also now Mike Tomlin has passed Tony Dungy for the most wins for a black head coach, 140th. Congratulations to him. Wide receiver of Iowa's Amir Smith, uh, Smith Marset. Uh, was driving uh, under the influence over speeding, and he was arrested. All that stuff, man. You guys got to be careful. There's enough going on in the world. Don't you know? Don't drive an influence. Don't drive, speed. All that stuff. Dalvin Cook though became the first running back in Minnesota history to four touchdowns game since Ahmad Richard, Michael Jordan's buddy, the man who was married to Felicia Richard from Cosby Show. The people forget the guy doing NBA coverage. He was a great football player. Rest in peace to Nikki Mc. Clobbin, a 42-year-old for American Idol contestant, due to brain aneurysm, recipes to her. Giants' Willie Hernandez was placed on the COVID-19, and they put all but four offensive linemen on there, so that doesn't help Daniel Jones running for his life. Tom Brady has the... Uh, the uh, 21... I mean, Joe Burrow, excuse me, has the most completions through anybody's first games in NFL history, 221 completions. Congratulations to him. Rest in peace to Charles Gordon, 73, from the Dire Field of Dreams, producer of those shows. He died of cancer. Alvin Kamara became the third running back in his first, you know, five first five seasons to have reception in his first four, excuse me, in the first four seasons that 50 plus receptions in fourth four season. It's the first since Matt Forte, but LT did the other one, and LT's a Hall of Famer. Matt Forte was one of the more productive running backs, so that's a pretty good company for Alvin Kamara. He's going places. Fortunately, Trent Brown. Had an IV issue where air went into the bloodstream. Had to be hospitalized immediately. Hopefully he will get a speedy recovery and he'll be able to come back out there and play. Recipes, Eddie Hassel. 30 plus surfaced and uh, demons made. He, you know, they supposedly said he died of carjacking. The recipes to this actor. Sorry to his family. Chargers have lost three straight games in a row where they've blown a 17 point lead. It's the first time ever that... First team to ever do that. That's not something you want to be on. Recipes to the former head coach, Bill Tubbs, 85, Oklahoma TCU. Two-time coach of the year. He passed away due to leukemia. Recipes to him. In terms of NFL trade deadline, Avery Williamson was traded from from the Jets to the Steelers. And 
Jamal Adams is back for Seattle, and they got Dunlap now, so they got themselves good on defense there. Interesting NBA story. Guard Malik Beasley of Minnesota was arrested for aiming gun at a family and having drug possessions along with an instruction guide on how to use the drugs. That is very interesting because supposedly he had a, like, had a property up for sale and people were checking it out. He told them to get off their lawn. It's his property. Stop trespassing. But everybody in the car was scared. They found all this drug possession and his girlfriend got arrested for it. But man, a manual on how to smoke the drugs. That is really stupid. Now, rest in peace to Coach Nancy Drash, 68. She won all those gold medals, assistant on Team USA. She uh, died of Parkinson's, but she was the first coach ever in Liberty history. And then she became a scout. Then she worked for the Minnesota Lynx and then, as an assistant. And then the Storm, where they won a championship as well. Rest in peace to WNBA. They lost somebody very important to them. And... Um, Interesting for the uh, for COVID nineteen for players. You've had two uh, two running backs on the Packers, so you know Aaron Jones is already out. So Jamal Williams, A.D. Dixon, all these guys are out. Marlon Humphrey, the Ravens, also has himself has COVID. LeBron James has put twenty seven million towards fines to let felons vote. That's interesting as well. And uh, Joe Ellis, excuse me, I say, uh, him and John Elway have COVID-19. Hopefully hopefully those players and those front office members, including legendary quarterback John Elway, recovered then from from having COVID. ESPN is trying to buy Sunday Night Football. Well, they keep giving you games with the Giants, the Jets, or other bad teams play Monday night, and that's just how the schedule lines up because of big cities and stuff. NBC is able to flex out the games they want. So ESPN wants the ability of if there's a good matchup that could be on Sunday night, they'll take it instead of the crappy matchup on Monday night. That's what they want to do. And if they're doing Sunday night football, not Monday night, the Super Bowl could technically be on ESPN ABC, and that would be them a lot of money as well. And Diego Maradona is undergoing an emergency brain surgery. Hopefully everything goes as well for him. The Dolphins traded one of their receivers, Isaiah Ford, to the Patriots. Not a big move. Some of these these moves weren't that big at the deadline. That's that's interesting as well. More sports news. 49ers, no Sean Alexander got traded to the Saints. That's interesting. The Chargers traded Desmond King to the Titans. 49ers Chargers not having the greatest season, so might as well move on from players. Mo Cheeks is joining the Bull staff, Chicago native. Hall of Fame caliber player. He's going to join the staff. He worked in Oklahoma City, I think, with Billy Donovan, so that's going to work out for them. And the Bulls hired a longtime Bucks assistant as well. Josh, I and staff as well. Okay. Russell Wilson announced that he spends over $100 million on his body for two you know, hyperbolic chambers, a full-time trainer, physical therapist, and two chefs. He's realizing that, you know, if Tom Brady can play for a long time, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees want to do it, then he's... He thinks that if he puts all this effort into it, he'll be able to. Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle of the 49ers are both going to be out indefinitely. Garoppolo is battling an injury, and this probably is the last season he has with the 49ers because everybody's telling us that he can they can cut bait right after the season and they want to take a huge cap it. George Kittle, he's not as durable as Travis Kelsey, but he is certainly one of the two best tight ends. He's going to miss eight weeks. he got a broken bone, man. That's going to be hard to come back from. Six-round quarterback Jake Jake Fulton uh, of the Jaguars is going to start. 
And um, that just continues the trend of the Jaguars not really trying to win because they're tanking as well. So that is interesting. Jake Luden, excuse me, is going to start because I told you earlier that he's got an issue with his uh, ligaments. Gardner Minshew. They're tanking for Trevor Lawrence, so that's going to help them as well. The NFL is thinking they're going to have 16 playoff games if COVID affects regular season games. Uh, no, that kind of dilutes it. The less teams, the better. What you could do is just postpone the playoffs and the Super Bowl just a bit so that you can get there's time eligible in there as well. Rest of beast to Carol Arthur at 85 years old from Blazing Saddles. She used to be the wife of Dom DeLuise, another actor that everybody knows passed away. Russell Wilson is the has the uh, 25th, 250th, you know, like uh, score this season in his first nine seasons, 25th in his first nine seasons. So that joining Manny and Marino, and uh, it just in, it just in continuing as I said how he does his training, that he just continues to get up to all those you know awards and stuff with Manning and Marino that that the 250 touchdown mark in that in that amount of time is impressive with two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time he just continues to show that Daniel Jones on the other hand has the most turnovers for his first 20, first 20 games man it's the most since Ryan Leaf and we all know Ryan Leaf was a buff if things don't go well this season for the Giants and Joe Judge, who is the new coach, this is a season he didn't choose Daniel Jones. If Washington can move off Haskins, and the Jets are thinking about moving off Darnold, who's better than all three of them, I don't see why the Giants wouldn't draft somebody in the first three picks if Daniel Jones is not working out. Brady and Gronk, have, they have 93 touchdowns, so they passed Jerry Rice. And Steve Young is still not all-time. But Tom Brady, though, himself is all-time in passing touchdowns, which will go back and forth with him and Drew Brees all season. He also has third most wins in Monday Night Football behind Marino and Favre. Again, Brady is continues to play. He's going to keep climbing. NFL is now expanding their sidelines to even bigger room for to get enough players. They're going to tighten mask rules for in in the locker room, on the field for pre- and post-game. They're trying to avoid the spread of it. And because the deadline, as I said, was a dud, really what it was is who was released. Fortnite released Dante Pettis. Somebody can use him. The Titans released Jonathan Joseph and Cole Beasley. I mean, uh... Vic Beasley, not Cole Beasley, that's a wide receiver, excuse me. That will help out teams that may be looking for cheap defenders. The Bears also released Ted, Ted Ginn Jr., that's one of those as well. Natasha Cloud helped somebody out with bail for a, you know, for a vandalizing a truck. I mean, Trump signs and stuff, so all these players are spending their own money to get enough people to vote. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City put, split the $100,000 cost to make Arrowhead Stadium a polling Pulling arena, that's that's no where he's putting his money, his worth. An interesting thing Sports Illustrated came out with. Most of them runs with each president. Trout is obviously under the Trump one. And the, and the ones that will surprise you is Fred McGriff during the George Bush's father's ter- you know, t- uh, time as president. Go back to Babe Ruth, obviously, leading in a bunch of years as well. So it's always check out that most of them runs under each president is an interesting discussion there as well. Rest in peace, the greatest breaking show finalist, Luis Toro, passed away at 48. And in interesting political news, Tommy Tuberville, former Auburn coach, won the Alabama Summer Race. That's now very interesting. And it came to polling places, the Hawks, the Nets, the, the, the Hornets, the Bulls, the Cavaliers, the Mavericks, the Pistons, the Nuggets, the Rockets, the Warriors, the Pacers, the Clippers, and the Lakers because the other stadiums they own rights to. The Grizzlies, the Knicks, the Pelicans, the Thunder, the Magic, the Suns, the Kings, the Spurs, 
the Jazz and then the Wizards all had their arenas as polling places. Now that's interesting. Former Hawk star Fast Eddie Jones dies at 65 while serving life in prison. Georgia Senator Dream Co. owner Kelly Laughlin, she moves to a runoff. So that's another interesting political story to have with all of the politics and things going on as well. Now, they did the Baseball Red Association. They announced their finalists for MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, and Manager of the Year. I had re- I had a couple of weeks ago come out with it, so look for it on the Facebook page on the Radar Entertainment blog to see it because some of them I disagree with now, and they'd be good. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i go into it more next week about why I don't agree with some of the, the finalists and who should win it. But that's another, that's another day, another time, because that's a long discussion. The 49ers did shut down their facility due to COVID test results. That's the latest news out of Adam Schefter. And that was because uh, Kendrick Bourne, one of their wide receivers, tested positive. And as mentioned, Ted Ginn was cut, things like that. MMA legend Tito Ortiz won a council seat in his hometown of the Huntington Beach, California. So again, more politic news and sports coming together. All-time Jeopardy greats Ken Jennings, Brad Reuter, and James Holzer. I participate in ABC's The Chase, an all-new game show. And Titans are signing Josh McCown. I mean, the Texans, excuse me. You never know what happened to Sean Watson in that crappy offensive line. And the Lions, though, have just placed Matthew Stafford on the COVID-19 list due to COVID. So that's where the Lions are just going to continue to stink, and that's interesting. Now, when it comes to the pop culture news that's out there, they said that Castle Rock has been canceled after a second season. For those who watched it, I'm sorry. Odette Annabelle, everyone knows from Supergirl and, and Tell Me a Story. She's going to star in the new Walker, Texas Rangers show. That's going to be interesting. Tiny Toons is going to be rebooted from Cartoon Network and HBO Max. That's a show I religiously watched as a kid because who didn't like all the original Looney Tunes? And then baby Looney Tunes. And then they had like a superhero t- a Looney Tunes type of show on Warner Brothers Kids when I was younger. And... They continue to make more Looney Tunes shows, Space Jam, Looney Tunes back in action, the movies here and there. But Tiny Tunes was not about the main Looney Tunes character. It was that where there's a school for them to all pretend to be Looney Tunes characters. And there's young rabbits, ducks, pigs, Tasmanian devil, you know, regular humans, stuff like that. And other characters and that. It was interesting because Warner Brothers Cartoon Network had this like exclusive deal. The fact that this show used to be a Nickelodeon. That was really interesting that I was like, huh, this show's on Nickelodeon. Steven Spielberg was a part of it. That sort of thing. So I don't know how they're going to do it because I did see the trailer for the new Animaniacs. And it's just like they're just continuing where they left off. Same voice actors and same pretty much animation. This, I don't know how it's going to work, but it's willing to try it. UFC Ultimate Fighter is going to join ESPN Plus starting next year. That's interesting as well. Dave Chappelle is hosting SNL this week for those who are interested. The Masked Dancer is a show that's coming where Craig Robinson... Is going to host it. And then you got Ken Jeong on there. Then you got Brian Austin Green, Ashley Tisdale. And um, now Paul Abdul, who's a famous entertainer. They're going to be on the show. So Ken Johnson had three shows that he's on. I don't think he deserves to be on three at once. But that's another story. Mindy Kaling's going to be on the HBO Max show, Good in Bed. There's going to be a backdoor pilot for a character named Tom Swift, the Nancy Drew spinoff show, like how Sabrina and the Teenage Witch are supposed to have a Riverdale spinoff in part five. And as I'm still going to claim is Nancy Drew, Hardy Boys, all that stuff is from the Archie comic universe. And that is where I was like, okay, and cancel one spinoff for Riverdale. And also Sabrina got canceled on Netflix. 
They're now saying, you know what, we're going to actually make a Nancy Drew spinoff, but it's not going to be the obvious, which is the Hardy Boys. We're just going to make some sort of minor character that most people are not going to know unless you're a diehard, and I don't know, but that's something to look forward to when Nancy Drew comes back. Because it's one of the many CW shows that either you're standing and you're like, okay, it wasn't a huge, you know, concluding episode. It kind of just, okay, ran out of episodes. So I'm ending on cliffhangers. That's one thing that I want the networks to clarify. If a show was missing somewhere between five to seven episodes or maybe three or two, will those be tacked on at the beginning of this season when they all come out? And that season will get a full 22, but those will count as a two. If a show's supposed to get 22, will those three those three to five or seven episodes, will those count as a 22? Or will it be a jam-packed season that gets, you know, more than 22, like 25 or 26 episodes because they're trying to finish the season? That's the thing. More to finish the season and add it together or the same amount and make less episodes for the quote-unquote next season, even though these count as the next season. That's the that's the thing. Do these episodes count as the 22 of a show that's on Broadcast Network or 18? Or are there going to be more than 18 or 22 for the show because they're adding these things? That's what I'm interested in because they're going to be like, no, we're getting 22, normal amount. Those episodes we didn't finish filming because we already wrote the script and did a lot of the production on it. They're just going to be the first half or whatever. That's fine. Now, a show that did come back this past week was American Housewife. The remaining half-hour sitcom that I do watch on ABC on uh, ABC's, you know, shows. Because as I told you before, blessed this messing old parents canceled, schooled canceled. Goldberg's mixes Blackish in the comments. I don't watch those shows. Those are back as well. The thing that's a big deal that they didn't announce, like, when the show abruptly just ran out of episodes where... You know, American Housewife at least didn't end with, like, five missing. It missed maybe one or two because it's a show that usually gets, like, 20 to 22. Missing one or two, not the big deal in this show. The oldest daughter, Taylor, can go off to college. But then what are you going to do about her because then it's one less person in the show. Uh, you know, uh, you know, the middle son, you know, he he is you know, about to be a junior in high school as well. So that's the sort of thing where it's like if you take away his best friend, which is why in this episode, not spoiler, his friend was supposed to be leaving, but they figured out a way for for his friend to stay on the show. So it's a good thing for, for him as well. So that's the thing where they don't want the girl to go off to college and they don't want the the boy's best friend the only friend he has to go away because they've already done like the different girlfriends plot with him as well so that's why they're not going to do it to oliver by now losing his best friend now other thing is they got this weirdly plot where greg is ghostwriting a book from this youtube star guy like i could deal without him he's still got angela and doris the friends of katie so that's not a big deal what really is the big deal is they decided to change the actress for anna cat now that's where they really screwed up here because Julia Butters was perfect as the role with the girl with OCD and all these other learning abilities. Is why they went to like this. They went. They were. They really liked the school they were at because of the teacher and whatnot. And this is the issue though. She's 11 year old and the girl replacing her is 13. So it's like a two year age difference and you could tell that this girl's a teenager playing somebody in you know elementary school like middle schoolers are obviously you know fifth grade is you know you could be 11 
years old, let's say. Let's say you're 13 in 7th grade. So she's a 7th grader playing a 5th grader. So it doesn't really sit because, no offense, she kind of looks like your average white little girl there. Julie Butters kind of had a different, had a little odd appearance to go with her odd behavior and stuff. And it kind of fit with the flow where you had the, the, the older dumb blonde daughter who's like stupid, the middle son being selfish and want money, and the younger daughter being the best kid, the one that's like the turned out, turned out the best, the one that's good hearted and stuff. And you're like, okay, cool. You get the character grows on you because you're a little annoying at the beginning, but of course, you know, she's 11 now and the show's been on for four years, you know, you know. She was seven years old, so seven-year-olds are not the most exciting to watch. Now I'm like, okay, that's fine. But after since she was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with McConaughey, not McConaughey, with Brad Pitt and um, and Leonardo DiCaprio, and she was a major star in there, it seemed like, well, time for her to go big time and her not be in the show. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? She's the best kid in the show. Like, if as I said, if the Taylor goes off to college, whoop-de-doo, I'm not going to miss her that much because she's got her own franchise of the zombie movie so she doesn't need to be on the show anymore now's the problem with speechless if the oldest son goes off to college what are you going to do you're not going to have him in the show and the whole show is based around him that's a different story so i feel like with abc changing the character and how they keep shifting the night from tuesday to wednesday to friday night that this show is not going to have the best shelf life but it's also it hasn't worked before when it comes to changing characters and stuff because for biggest example that there is out there is as a kid growing up, you watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They changed the ant on you, and they didn't think you would notice. Uh, they changed the, the girl in the Munsters. It's a blonde girl's black and white. You couldn't really tell. Not a big deal. That 70s show, Eric's sister, the actress had issues and stuff, and they changed it. The only way that I noticed is I didn't watch it when it was originally on. I watched it in reruns, and you got different episodes from different seasons. Like, who is that girl? That's not her. So that, she was a part-time character. It didn't matter. And Bewitched, they changed. In Bewitched, they changed the uh, the husband and the parents, and the, and people didn't and people noticed, but it wasn't like taken away from the show Bewitched. Million dollar, six million dollar man, they changed the doctor. Not a big deal. They had two different actors playing Doctor Well. Green Acres changed the cast, but somehow people still watched it as well. Other examples of them changing uh, characters is the real McCoys, as well. And they, alias Smith and Jones, they they changed it because the uh, the main actor he passed away, and they just said, you know what, we'll replace him with a narrator announcer who was taller, older, higher pitch, and was not as good looking. And of course, it never really hit the ground for how they can really fix the show the way it is. That's the issue. The Peter Duell was replaced by Roger Davis during the second season, so that's why it's like, eh, it wasn't as good as the beginning, and. Pettico Judson changed the, the actress for the daughters many times, but, you know, they didn't really pay that much attention. And the one that's more recent for me in particular is Last Man Standing. They changed the oldest daughter after one season. Nick Jonas was the, the baby daddy. You can move on from him being a guest star, and you change it after one season. They then, yeah, so you got used to the oldest daughter being changed for Last Man Standing since the first season. The thing that I that I did not like was... They changed Mandy, the second daughter, who's a short, petite brunette or black-haired woman. And they said, you know what? Because we switched to Fox, you know, and it was, it's been two, it was like a year plus since they had the show on. Maybe they couldn't get the actress who played her. So because they couldn't get the actress who played her, they went and replaced her with a tall blonde girl that looks nothing like her. But all the actors 
take a beat. Like they just they continue to move on because it's one thing to change the neighbor's wife or to change the son because he got older. That makes sense. Blah 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 blah. But that was noticeable because she doesn't look anything like her. So I understand because Fox didn't have the rights and stuff. But it's still like, why would you change the actress that's so noticeable? And it's very noticeable because if you look at Julia Butters, I said she's a little short, odd, a little odd looking. And it goes really well with her odd character. But she is the best overall child in the show. And this other girl that's playing her does not even look like her. And then other people go, oh, don't worry. It's the uh, girl from, um, it's Giselle Eisenberg. She's from Life in Pieces. Completely different show. Doesn't look anything like her. Too old. I don't understand. I feel like ABC is going a little bit downhill after canceling only the good half-hour show. So eventually, I think, because this show keeps boomeranging, I feel like it's probably in its last season. I feel like five seasons, this is what it's going to get with the COVID-19. It's just... They're just going to end it and move on, and people won't remember that the final season had a different girl because it's silly that the oldest daughter is going to have a gap year. She's not really going to go off to school. They're going to have Cooper live with them. I'm just like, yeah, they're just running out of ideas. So I just want to go back up the top and say I know we lost some you know, coaches and we lost some other actors and some famous people as well, but the real biggest loss that we lost is Sean Connery. Yes, he got to live a full life at 90, but he's a legend. And he kind of had him been acting in years out of the limelight. So recipes to Sean Connery and every single actor, musician, and coach that I, I said to you that has passed away. And everybody with COVID or some sort of illness I mentioned. Hopefully they all get healthy and get back to where they're supposed to be in life as well. Thanks for listening to another edition of On the Radar. Where as we always talk about local national sports and pop culture. This was episode 54. I appreciate all you guys hopefully listening and helping me out and stuff by the more plays the more money i can get and potentially the more sponsorships i can get remember on the radar team blog on facebook radar 4428 on twitter on the radar on youtube radar 4428 on blogger on the radar media for my website and apple google or spotify regular podcast thanks for listening see you guys next time